Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a good intro. That's... Oh. <laughs> well, on that note... Welcome to, I've got energy, I promise. Welcome to Cool Player Us. Well, we did just, we recorded the Viva episode. We stopped and we had big lunches. Yep. And now we're doing this and I was up at 545. So I do have energy, but also not as much as I always have. But we're here for it. Yeah. We don't normally stockpile episodes, but like Viva and Prospect feel just so right to do together back to back because they are part of the same family. Agreed. Yeah. Um, oh, welcome so, to Coldplay uh, yeah. R.S. Yeah. For real. Like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to Coldplay R.S. I'm JD. I'm Nick. And we are here to do Prospects March, the yeah. EP, the extended play. Um, it is the first time we've done an, e- an episode on any of our bands for an EP, but it's yeah. such it's it's part of the Viva family, but it's such its, its own thing that it's like, I don't know, just kind of not right. covering it or or trying to put it at the end it's of Viva. Songs. Yeah, it's, it's still, big enough. It's lengthy. Yeah. And even though a lot of those songs, like you said, are um, remixes dupli- yeah. or duplications, it's still its own thing. It could easily so. be six. So, um, yeah. So we're talking Prospects March. It came out in November of 2008. Um, only June, mm-hmm. July, August, September, October, November. Like five months. I did the math quick. Yeah. Um, after um, <laughs> 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 Five months after Viva came out um, in, in 2008. And um, it's made up of, it was originally, I think, only supposed to be like five or six songs, and then they added two or three more um, songs that were left over from the sessions that were good but didn't fit right on the album, and some mm-hmm. remix sort of songs. Um, it feels yeah. weird to call either of these remixes because they feel like just like different versions of the songs, like different takes, you know, yeah. like, um, <laughs> I mean, a couple of them feel very close. Yes, exactly. Like and they, I had to really look for some differences, and even then, in, I'm in, like, in lovers in Japan, I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and like even two. Lost. I mean, uh, there's the obvious one, but the the rest of it. I don't know how feels many. Very similar. I, I part of me thinks, and I, don't crucify me, Coldplay fans. It might only be. Yeah. The, I think it might just be Jay Z's part being brought into. I, it. Like I, I don't listened know. to the beginning of it, like the opening. Yeah, verse, yeah. And then I switched to the regular version, and I I couldn't tell anything. I, I think it's gotta just be the the yeah. the um featuring then part, right. but but it is we'll still get into it. Yeah. yeah we'll get into it and you know I we talked about this a little bit with Caleb on the last episode for Viva, um some of these tracks were close to being considered for the actual Viva album but were left off but were still good enough to be released some sure. that were written like and I always I've said this a bunch famous old painters such a beautiful song that all we've ever heard of it is the instrumental, um which is it, but it's still it's I hear that instrumental and I go. I want to know what that song was going to be like. Um, There was Luna. That was a song that they had written. I think that I forget what Luna ended up being for it. Luna with an H. Yeah. Luna with an H. Yep. That, that, I forgot what that was like. uh, There was one called like Lucas, I believe too. Lucas with a K or something like that. Um, So there were like a bunch of songs that were written in this era and not only written in this era, written in that same style and produced in that same style. Like Luna is a very dark and kind of like, and that was, that was released as a single, right? It was released, but I don't I don't remember what it was released for. If it was on like a soundtrack, okay. or like Red Nose Day, or Red, maybe it was for Red that that okay. thing that Bono did for a hot second. Yeah, because um, I tagged it in like from uh, Wiki. Yeah, but it's hard to tell from those because it's just like the re- you're just like clicking the next thing. Yeah, and but sometimes there's differences. Full, sometimes you like yeah. one you're looking at two pages and they have the different. Like, yeah, right. they both have different things for what was released next. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's what happened with us earlier on the last episode. Right, um, Coldplay Luna. I'm pretty sure it was for this um, red this thing this red thing that that Bono was doing. Okay, um, but yeah, it was 2008 Bono. came out before the Life. Of yep, World Two World's Aid World released. AIDS Day. It was officially released as a charity okay. single. Um, Coldplay and Australian singer Kylie Minogue. Um, yeah, it's a good song. Um, but you know, it's just this whole, I, and, and I, I say this loving MX Milo Zylato has some of my favorite Coldplay songs of all time that yeah. stand the test of time to me with strawberry swing. Um, and I sure. love everyday life. I like a lot of ghost stories and adventure of a life, or I, I always want to call the album adventure of a lifetime. I know it's head full of dreams, but I always <laughs> just, I, part of me always wishes I lived in the universe where Coldplay continued down this road. I don't think they could have. Yeah. And, and, stay the stadium band that they were. But 
But then at the same time, like right, Mumford and know, Sons, that is why they are as successful as they are. Right, because, because they they change, they change with time. Yeah. Yes, we've established that. Yeah. Um, the internet has established that, yeah. and we have also Provided established to you that. By Google. Thank you. Yes, thank yep. you, Google. Um, but like you know, this was also the same time that like Mumford and Sons were blowing up or were about to blow oh, up. Yeah, that so really, like that's another one that around yeah. this time that blew up, and you kind of look at it and go, "How? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like that is not like what. Whatever, what else was what happening? Which was big at, at the time. time. Yeah, yeah. It, that's another one that feels unique for how big it got. And so that's why part of me kind of thinks, well, Coldplay could have, if they were able to take Viva La Vida, like, I mean, the track itself, yeah. and make that the hit that it was, who's to say they couldn't have done that with some of the next stuff that they did if they continued yeah. down that route? But I mean, arguably, very different situations, right? Mumford sure. was that, that was the first album. That, right. But Coldplay's right. changed a lot up to this point and yeah. continue to change. Do different stuff, yeah, and obviously different career trajectories. Mm-hmm. But Mumford did this, arguably the same thing for the next album, right? And a little, a little bit different on the following, right? And they kind of fell off popularity wise. I feel like they have. I, I, I don't hear as much about them as I used yeah. to, and so I don't I know. Think they've got four studios. They've got and, four now, and the fourth one I've heard like nothing. Yeah. Delta, yeah, I've heard very little from. It. I mean. I love the first one, and yeah. I continued for the next two, and then I really dropped off for the last one. Yeah, and I don't know what it was about it. I don't know if it, like, yeah. the third album um, uh, with has, like, the song The Wolf on it, which, like, they went really electric all of a sudden. Yeah. It's it's good. Like, it's not it's not horrible, but something about, about the fourth album, like, the single that I heard yeah. that they used, I was Guiding like, this Light. just doesn't, yeah. Yeah, is that the, is that the so. yeah. That just didn't do anything for me. Right. Um, yeah, and same here. I never, I never bought Delta. No, same. I couldn't tell you what besides Guiding Light, I and mean, you just told me the name of that one because I remember yeah. it now. Um, so, but so it's interesting to see to think about what that world would have been like if yeah. they would have continued down this particular path. Um, we should. Uh, we didn't mention this in the last. I mean the the cover of Viva La Vida and the cover Iconic. of um, of Prospects March paintings by Eugene Delacroix. Um, just like the Trois de Foix for Bare Naked Ladies, uh, Eugene, or the American version, Eugene Delacroix. Uh, <laughs> um, paintings. Oh, but is that where that came from? What? You got, <laughs> you got Lacroix and Buble. Yeah. And it's Eugene versus Michael. <laughs> See, it all comes together eventually. I wonder why Lacroix all- hasn't got him for their commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I was still busy exhuming him so that they could get it working. <laughs> Um, and, and, and so that, you know, this paintings from the same artist, beautiful paintings. They've put mm-hmm. the, um, uh, the painting, I the love paint the, on the, painting. the, like the spray paint font yeah. that they've got. Yeah. That's so I almost cool. see, I almost see it more as like strokes of yes. paint, brush yeah, yeah, strokes, yeah. you know, you're, you're right. Um, for sure. Well, I mean, but I don't know. They could have very easily done that with, with either of them. Um, but, but regardless, yeah. it looks so cool. Yeah. You know, um, what? I'm just laughing about remembering the time that I tried to paint our album cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we I were, was like, well, it just looks like brushstrokes. I maybe you could do yeah, that just we, to get the, because you can't find the font online. No, because that's the, well, that, but that's the thing is like, that's not really a font. I wouldn't even say exactly. it's just like a, someone. Yeah. But I was kind of hoping someone made it into one. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. I do know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I knew it wasn't on right. Microsoft Word. <laughs> Adobe <laughs> Garamond, please. <laughs> But I tried to recreate it for a cover art, and it, just, it didn't. It, yeah, it did not come out anything like that. <laughs> <in my head. laughs> like we just had Stacy do it this so time. I just yeah. crumbled it up and threw it away. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that we didn't talk about is that this, to me, it was when Coldplay's website got really cool. So they had someone okay. call. They had Rody Forty Two, who was this? Oh, Forty Two. Yeah, yeah. Rody Forty Two was a mystery Rody at the time who would basically do tour blogs and tour updates for the boys. Okay. So when there was something going, you know, like the, just little updates from the tour, right? You know, we just did our Copenhagen show and Chris, blah, 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 you know, just fun little kind of insights into the world. Um, there was the Oracle, which was this um, Coldplay Q&A thing, basically, where you would ask the Oracle questions and like every day they would answer one to three questions about the band. Yeah. And, and sometimes it'd be the consulting with the band about their songs, about the history, just stuff like that. So that was cool. And then they had um, Prospect himself, who mm-hmm. basically, when they started promoing this album in the year leading up to it, they would leave notes—not like hidden notes, but they'd you know they'd post an update to the website yeah. about the recording, about whatever, and they'd always sign it Prospect with a K. Ah. And so the rumor for the biggest time was that the album was going to be called Prospect, and then of course it was Viva La Vida uh, or Death and All or His Death. Friends, uh, and then they went with Prospect's March for this. So like cool. again, just like now when I say the, the when we talk about the era, right? It's not just about 
like it's the same with with the um, music of the spheres era right now right like right. it's not just the song and the outfits it's alien radio fm and it's all yeah. these like little hints and things that they're like dropping the whole language the thing, yeah. yeah it's so it's like all that stuff together that makes things so cool um, and and Viva was the same way. The notes that they were dropping, the art, the uh, everything. Yeah, that is really cool because you can be like I was blissfully unaware of all that and still into right. music. But if you're a diehard fan, it yeah, just you, makes they make it, a like, world for it you. Makes you so involved through yeah. the whole process. Yeah, you're just like waiting. For it feels the next like a community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it feels awesome. like. I mean, again, it's the community thing, right? Where yeah. it's just like, hey, this is what we're gonna do, and and it's it's bigger than just the music. And then I always have that thing of like, how do you think of all of that? You know, like, I guess it's that thing yeah. of, like, if it's your job to be, think about that stuff. And but I mean, to, even then, like, I don't know anyone else who does, like, that level of... Right. No. No, I don't either. So I don't know if they... I wonder if they have, like, a team to help. Oh, they totally do. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you wonder... But coming I, up with ideas. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, like, like, at that point, what... They obviously have a team to implement, right? What but, part of this is, like... You know, like, with, with the Kaudic... I'm sorry if I'm... I don't know if anyone fucking knows how to say it. The the, the Kaudican language, the language for higher power, yeah. the alphabet. You wonder if that's the thing if Chris is like, oh, I think we should do a new alphabet for the for the new album. And then so you, and then mm-hmm. the team's, like... Someone in the marketing team's like, make this happen to, like, some right. intern or something. To where it's like, you know, do they come up with the ideas? Do you hear that? Write it down. (laughs) If they like come up with the ideas or how involved are they in all of it? Like, are they helping come up with like the style and no. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go letter by letter and punctuation. and We're going to make it happen. I don't know. I like it. I think it feels like more of a C to me, but, but you know, then you have the, you know, with the outfits and stuff too, you've got people who are, it's like, this is the style we want to go for. And they're like, and people just go, got it. I know what I have an idea and they just go and do it. And like, that's so crazy that like, that's the way their minds work. Yeah. You know, that Coldplay, I mean, again, maybe it wasn't like this, but they're like, we want to do kind of Beatlesy or kind of like French Revolution style clothing, and people are right. like, "All right, cool, we'll make that." And then, but yeah. unique. And then they're just like, "All right, Will, here you go, Chris, John, guy, you know, here's all your stuff, Phil." And Phil's like, "I'm not even on stage. Like, you've got a fucking outfit, and you're gonna wear it." <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, "I literally will, will wear never... this every day <laughs> until when the we, next when album. We get dressed, <laughs> you get dressed." And it's like, and it's the most like flamboyant outfit of the four of them too, of the five of them. It just got peacock feathers everywhere. <laughs> Brandon Flowers wore peacock feathers. Have you ever seen it? It's fun. It's just, I mean, now that it's you just, say that, it sounds. It's just familiar. ironic that you say that during the Day and Age tour, um, which was oh. actually around the same time. Um, yeah. Maybe it wasn't peacock. Uh, I started it's just googling feathers. Brandon F- feathers is what I. Brandon Flowers feathers is what I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, it was just like here. This is like what he, the kind of weird outfit. Thing oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah, Brandon's such an interesting guy. I love the Killers, and they're they are a band that I have considered for a band yeah. for this too. Um, he's the most mild mannered now, humble guy, and he's always been kind of shy. But yeah. he's also like, I'm gonna wear feathers on my shoulders, but I don't want anyone to ask me about them. And it's like people are gonna ask you about the feathers, Brandon. Yeah. He's like, I don't want them to. Then don't wear the feathers. I want to wear the feathers. Then you're like, it's like, <laughs> like you're not gonna get the best of both worlds here, man. Yeah, mm. absolutely. No, that that could that could be a possibility down the road. Yeah, I'd love to do the, the killers, killers are us. Yeah, killers are. I mean, that's that yeah. sounds a little violent, but I think we have to go with it yeah. at this point. Um, well, if it's on the nose, we could just change it to "We are the killers." <laughs> that's, that would work too, actually. <laughs> we are the killers. We are. I, mean, I think we just dropped the the kind of like Zuckerberg did. We are killers. We are killers. <laughs> well, let's get into um, killers Project are March. we. <laughs> killers. It's, no, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we we killers. It's such a, like we provide no explanation. It's just a yeah. weird. Now, yeah. now it's no longer an homage to BNL. It's right, just it's a, a weird tra- killer. It's just Killers question mark is the name now at this point. Like, killers? Hey, welcome to our podcast, Yeah, we dropped the, the yeah. from... <laughs> At this point, it's just the title of this podcast. Yeah. But check out our podcast. Killers? <laughs> uh, you can find it on iTunes and question mark. And... It's in all the places, people. <laughs> <laughs> just look at Killers. Yeah. Look up Killers on Google. You'll find the podcast. Yeah. It'll be there. Well, that's so. Well, so prospects march. We'll dive into it. Yeah. Um, eight songs, some remixes, some mostly brand new stuff. Um, one the hidden same. track this time. Kept that up. Which one's that one? Poppy Fields. But that's on it's the. It's not really. It's, it's a, yeah. It's not hidden. It's a sense. It's a slash. Yes. Okay. That yeah. But I yeah, was like, is there? We, a call, we call them all hidden track. Yeah. They're. We're getting they some that are hidden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you're right. You're so right, the yeah. first one, Life in Technicolor <laughs> two. Two.
Um, I, yeah. So I love this song. It's so it's, good. It is as good, if not better, than most of Viva La Vida as an album. Yeah. And and again, that's a masterpiece of an album. Right. Like, I, I, we talked about this on the Viva episode. I remember seeing this and people being kind of like, why are they doing a two? Like, what's wrong with Lifting the Color One? It's like, what could they possibly. I think this was the vibe. It was like, what could possibly be so good about it that they made a two? You know? Yeah. And then they, and then you hear this and, and you're, like, you're like, oh my gosh. This is like, like, this to me is like. And I don't know if I'd agree with this as much as I do. If I agree with this now as much as I did then, like this is a perfect example of a Coldplay song, where it's upbeat. Chris is on. I you know I've always preferred Chris on, a, on guitar versus piano generally. Yeah. Um, the lyrics are interesting. The music is good. Like everything just comes together in this song. It's got sing along parts to it, yep. and so like it just it just feels like a perfect example of a Coldplay song. And and it's hard, yeah, not to like this. It's got I, think. The, I I completely agree, and I I said it in the last episode that it's like it almost makes me like it makes me want to go back to the original less, yeah, right, yeah, because I listen to the original and I and then in my head I'm like, there's a wild whim, mm-hmm. you know, I I get there and then it doesn't come, but I don't know, it's Been it's there. such an interesting choice. To make yeah. an instrumental into a full version. Well, and and it does make me. I was because trying to find all of that, right? And like, I I couldn't find what I was looking for about this, which was how did that happen? Yeah, like did they have this and then thought, well, we don't for whatever reason want to lead the album off with it, but we love the instrumental, or was it they loved this so much the instrumental they're like, I feel like Chris or someone in the band was like, I feel like we can do more with this, and yeah. then they developed it after like. You feel like it's got to be that, like they they. You yeah. think because it's such like it just makes me think, like, on I'm, I'm I'm totally glad they made it right because I love it. Yes, yeah. But just inherently the process of taking something that's already there, instrumental, small, and making it into this full fledged song, right? It feels like it makes people inherently want to go back to the other thing less. Yeah, if well, if it's better. Because yes. the reverse could be it's this true. was very, garbage, very and then people tried to disown this yeah. one, and one is the, the the. But rather than making a separate thing, right? Then they're not tied together, and if you don't like it, it doesn't subtract from something else, yeah. or vice versa. Well, and that's what's so it becomes so, so, it's just so complicated. Because then at the point you could also say, and I'm not saying I agree with this, you could also say like, well, why does it diminish it at all? Yeah. Like you know, like you might, like it could be this whole. thing. I don't thing. think it diminishes it. It just makes me less. It makes me want to go back to the other one less because I yeah. like this one more. Well, so this is why tied. This is what's interesting, and here's our uh, our weekly mountain goats reference. There John does this a lot, where there's a lot of so- like there's one song on um, an album that's called um, "Going Invisible 2. Okay, but one was never released, and there's one album that's got "Spent Gladiator One" and "Spent Gladiator 2 on the album yes very different songs completely different songs but like similar themes and then i think like going invisible one was either like an old 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 demo that was like kind of semi-released but like actually you know like and it's way different than two like completely different but i think it was like when he was writing he was like that's just what like this felt like this going invisible too like that's what it felt like like that's what it had to be called right and then there's one called heel turn too but you've never heard heel turn what so like he does that a lot but they're completely different songs um and so uh it's it's kind of okay but you still kind of go i think there's like the the non-pretentious part of me is like just call it anything else like yeah. it's you know but right. then also the lore part of me is like that's cool you know so right. I, I get it but but i do agree like it just feels I've got nothing negative to say about the song. I think it's a it's a perfect Coldplay example song. But okay. I do think like it is kind of like why it's just it's just interesting. Yes, well. yeah, it is interesting Fox to is contemplate. The same thing or has a kind of similar like uh-huh. they had a grown ocean and then on another ocean with kind of tangentially related sure. feelings. But but they're not the but same title. though. They're different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's it that's more like overlapping lyrics from albums. Oh yeah, okay, um, okay, than sure. Straight titles, sure. That, yeah, it's relational and not. Well, we'll ask him then. We'll ask him then yeah. when, when we have all of them, all of them here in the yeah. house. Um, all of Coldplay, because as when, we when, said, when it's all or nothing. Chris is sitting there. And the other guys are standing Brandon's behind them. Here, um, John can... Darnell's here, and uh, Robin Pecknell is here. I will die. Uh, yeah, I, I, this would be. This would be. I'd be like, "Hi, Chris. I'm so happy to meet you. Oh my God, Brandon, it's nice I to meet you." I will have a panic and a John, attack. Holy and shit, John! Die and then before I'll... we even get here, I know. That's because... like, well, we did this. Uh, this is probably about a month removed now. But Spotify did that thing where they did like the artist dinner. Maybe did you do that? Mm-hmm. Like our your your the dinner party? party? Yeah, and mine ended up being. Oh, we talked about this. You, yeah. you and I did. Uh, mine was bare naked ladies, Coldplay, and the Mountain Goats. 
And I said, like, I wouldn't even be able to open the door knowing what was on yeah. the other side of that. Like, if they were all at the dinner waiting for me, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I laughed really hard because mine was three. The first one I picked was Kevin Hearn. From Bare Naked Ladies, yeah. And then the next choice was Bare Naked Ladies. So I was like, well, yeah, I'll have the rest of them come. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Kevin, come over. And he's like, can I invite three? Yeah, sure. Bring him over. Bring him Why over. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I, if it was the party you described, though, I'd be like, Chris, it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, my gosh. Brandon, it's so nice to see you. Robin, John, oh my God, holy <laughs> shit, man! Like you've met, you know, like oh, no, I mean, yeah, you can have a plate if you want, Robin. No, I, 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 I nothing but respect for the guy, nothing but respect for him. But it's like you know, there were, you know, this is I don't mean to call back on this, but like when I worked out at SourceFed, um, and my wife worked in casting, you know, like mm -hmm. in Hollywood, uh, there would be times that you would run into a lot of famous people, sure. and sometimes you're just like, oh, cool, that's so and so. And then sometimes you run into like you know I we ran into Seth Rogen one time and talked to him in a parking lot um, after a show not like in a weird way um, I saw Ed Helms one time I like my my wife met Jason Sudeikis like all these things you know where yeah. it's like it's kind of like oh cool that's someone famous like you know because it's it's cool but then like I met Stephen Merchant who was like the part of the reason he yeah. he was one of the he was half of the team that created the office the original office right that, you know and so i i don't like i he was literally half the reason i went to film school right in hollywood in california he's probably a c or d list fame level person right but like for me it was like i am dying yeah, yeah it was the best it was s tier yeah exactly <laughs> and so it's, it was just funny that sometimes you'd meet like a-list actors yeah um or like i met flula borg you know who's like huge on youtube and like huge yeah. in some movies and stuff now uh, he was, like, in Pitch Perfect and stuff at the time. And, like, he was super nice, and I loved meeting him. But, sure. like, I wasn't starstruck by him like I was Hank Green. Right. Or, by, like, John Green and stuff like that when I met those guys. Right, because he means less to you as a as it's not, It means yeah. less personally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the um, <laughs> But so it's the same thing. So, like, if I met Robin Pecknold, of course I'd be like, holy shit, Robin, like, this is yeah. a pleasure to meet you. But if or I met... I would lose it. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would have to... If we met... If we collectively met Robin, I would have to do the talking because I don't think you would know what to say. Nope. <laughs> Which would make me kind of want to have you say <laughs> something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, if we ever meet Robin, you know, We'll, we'll, you got my back? I got your back. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, be, we'll be cool. Uh, okay, so let's go on to the next track. Postcards from Far Away. It's a um, nice little interlude. It is. A, it is. It's really pretty. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I've got nothing negative to say about it. I, I, I remember playing this. It was very calming to me growing up, even though also, like, um, I've, I said, I don't know why I keep going back to warning sign. It does end on kind of a cliffhanger note. Yeah. And then it goes, do, 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 do. And it kind of it ends there, and you're like, what's coming next? And then live, it would be Viva La Vida. But here, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it works. works. Yeah, it works really well. So I love these little piano interludes that Coldplay do for I'm a big I fan of too. their interludes in general. Like with yeah. MX, they do it a lot, and, and Head Full of Dreams, they do it. And they always make it feel like they are being intentional about the album. Yeah, you know, and like, I, I like it for that because it's it's not necessarily something you go and pick out, right? Right, it, well, that's my point, yeah. But you could, like, I feel like now, after this, I want to add it to my like a calming or sleep sort of, or no, like a soundtrack, like oh, instrumental. Sure. Like, yeah. You yeah. throw in the background yeah. while working. Yeah. Playlist. It'd be nice to have there. And I could put it there, but it also like, it works. It is a, an important piece of the album. Right. Right. No, I agree. And, and I feel like that about the, cause I, I feel like they could, not that it would be better. They could leave all these off, right? Like with, right. with MX, they could leave off hopeful transmission and Milo Zilato itself. But, like, that just shows when they do have those, it shows an intentionality about it being an, an album, a, yeah. a work, a exactly. complete work. Yeah. And it's not just a collection of songs. And even with, you know, I don't, did you see the um, uh, Higher Power music video? Um, again, at this point, I it's saw that it was out. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, like, you know, really sci-fi and it's, yeah. like, another world and stuff. I saw a bunch um, of pictures from it. Yeah. Where, like, everyone was like... Is it just me, or does this look like the the person from Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ahsoka, so uh, I don't remember. Yeah, Ahsoka, something like that. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I saw that too. And uh, and Chris is like, yeah, it's like a weird sci-fi and there's robots. But like in that, they have for two things, and we should have talked about this on Viva La Vida, uh, but we didn't because we did that earlier today. Spoilers. Um, 
one, there's confirmation that's music of the spheres because yeah. the video does say music of the spheres in the beginning. And then says something like a three part musical, something like that. So like that okay. part was really interesting if it's going to kind of be like three acts of the album or how it's going to look, but it's a triple album, um, or maybe like there'll be three big singles, triple album, we've got 36 <laughs> songs. And, um, but, uh, but they also have the, there's like a musical intro that goes into higher power, like with the, like the sound soundscape okay. sort of stuff, which my guess is not like a unique one. I, my guess is that that is the intro to the album and it will be called the music of the spheres. And then higher power will be okay. the first cool. like actual track on the album, which yeah. I'd be down with. I think higher power is a great album opener. Yeah. Um, if that's what it is. And if it's not, I'm sure it'll fit great somewhere else, but Anyway, okay. I agree. This is a really beautiful one, and I still, as much as I love the Spacey songs on this out on their their future stuff. Yep. When it comes to the stripped back versions of or the the quieter songs, the stripped back ones really really do it for me. I think this yeah. is a really pretty. There's something just really pleasant. Yes, yes, that's a great word for it. Pleasant. I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, let's keep well, going. Yeah, glass of water. Man, I love it. I I think of, you know, they sp- they've specifically said in, in some of the articles and stuff that famous old painters, which was never released, and Glass of Water were specifically going to be on Viva, but they didn't think it would make the cut. So you know, with, with Life at Technicolor a minute ago, we were saying like which came first and like what mm-hmm. was the style there. This was like part of the Viva recordings and could have been on the album, and they thought it wasn't good enough. I am racking my brain thinking of how this is not the same quality of those songs. Because it's so good. Yeah. And I think it would have fit in the album well. And maybe it was just one of those things of like something has to go. Like it just doesn't fit right. But like I don't see how this is a lower quality song yeah. than any of those songs. It's so good. Completely agree. I, I think this is a fantastic EP. Yeah. And I think arguably like half of it is could be gone because it sure. feels like they're all just slightly different yeah, takes on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these, this first, and I, we just talked about how postcards from far away is its own thing, and it's, right. it's a great addition. Right. But if you take that out, the first three, like the three of the first yeah, four, yeah, 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 are so top tier. I know. And I, I know. like, I come back to this as its own thing all the time. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And it's one of my oh, favorite things from Coldplay. Completely. It's, yeah. It's great. It's such a good EP. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, is like, if they would have. Yeah, I, I agree. The Osaka Sun mix of Lovers in Japan, I like it more than the than the studio than the original version, but it's such a minor oh, yeah. difference. We'll, we'll get there, but it's, right. it's so small. But but my point was like the you know even if you were to the Osaka Sun and then the Lost Plus, right? Like yeah. the two that are alternate right. versions of something, you kind of go okay. Like having a new EP and then putting two songs on there that are just slightly different mixes is kind of annoying. Yeah. But then there are six other songs on there. Right, and so exactly. so you don't so feel bad about ho- yeah. it. Yeah, if it were four songs and two of them were that, then I'd be kind of like, all right, this is not an EP. Right. This is this is like remixes or like, which is fine, but like, call it what it is. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but um, the killer started. Te- it was freaking hilarious. So the killer started teasing that they had a track coming out. Ooh. Uh, with a cool. with with and they they well they specifically said they have, we have a new track with a collaboration, Ooh. and. Um, we're going to start teasing the collab today, and the first 200 people who guess what it is, who it is, the right artist, will get, will send you a snippet of the song, and you can hear it before everybody else. That's cool. So they, so they did that post, and then they put out the next one, which was like a boardwalk, a photo, and they're like, the artist that we're collaborating with has has a song named after this city with this boardwalk. It's like black and white. Okay, so trying to figure it out, you know, and then what happens is in an interview, Bruce Springsteen says. I've got a track with the killers coming out next week. <laughs> like literally within that's 20, fun. that's released within 20 minutes. It was a radio interview of them starting this teasing. So then the next thing you see from the killers is with the cats out of the bag. When the Bruce says it's time to do it when the boss says it's time to do it, it's time to do it. And they're like, we have a, a track coming out with Bruce. And so I feel, I, I do feel bad for the killers marketing team. who have yeah, this whole game plan. Then Springsteen <laughs> says it on the radio. They're like, fuck. Like, <laughs> But but yeah, it's a song there, called their head goes all the way up to the ceiling. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, someone knocks on the door and they're like, You're not gonna like this, Marcus. And he's like, What do you mean? And then they're like, You've gotta be kidding me. <laughs> he spent so much time with these clues. 
Um, so what then do you they mean? Like ten minutes after I did the whole thing? Are you come on? <laughs> <laughs> so they they were, they announced it on the sixteenth. So it'll okay. it's well out by now. Um, they have a track coming out with Bruce Springsteen called Dustland, and people were like, "Oh, that's really close to Dustland Fairy, Fairy Tale. Tale," but like you know, Brandon's like that. Yeah. And so now they released a snippet from it. What? It's just Dustland Fairy Tale featuring Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Uh, based off of the small snippet, which is like that's really cool that they're collaborating with Springsteen, but like don't, don't call it, it as a new song. Don't call it a new song exactly when when it's an old like if yeah. you said we've got a cover I love of Dustland, it's one still. of their best songs. One of the best songs. I love Bruce Springsteen. So if you would have said we've got a a cover of of Dustland yeah. Fairy Tale with Bruce Springsteen coming out, I'd have been psyched. But if you say now we've I got feel a new... less bad for the marketing team, right? Because <laughs> you knew what you were doing this whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but all that to say is like, yeah, having the alternate versions of this is fine and great. But the the original songs on this, yeah, completely stand out as their own thing and and living on the world without them. Like they they stand alone. So, sure. um, so on that note, so yeah. Anyway, we did, excuse me, we didn't talk about the song very much. It's no. beautiful. It's amazing. I love the energy of it. Yeah. I love the music and the yep. verses. Yep. Some of the lyrics is like, I spent your whole life living in the past, going nowhere fast. Yeah. So yeah. good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I Which do is like that. a glass half empty type of outlook. Ooh. Making it. Con- dip. Yeah, I don't have any. That's all there. That's good. I, I, didn't, I didn't have. I didn't have the bit in me to continue. Sorry. Um, but yeah, and, and then I love. I love <laughs> the end of the song. Then what are they drinking when they're done? Just glasses of water. I love that. How it's like the end of that song is so frenetic, and there's so much going on, and yeah. then it just mellows out. You know what I mean? Into the and what are we drinking when we're done? Like I like that. It's huge, and then it kind of agreed. Yeah. 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 So no, I I love like I said in Viva in this song in particular. The electric guitar is very forward. Yes. Like you hear that a lot. Yep. Just the power chord. Not the power chords, but the strumming and like the hue, the power of the chords. Um, I, I love it. So I yeah. like I said, I, I, I go back to like I don't know what they thought was not as quality about this. I don't know, because it's so good. It is. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Yeah, it that's that's the thing, because you're like, if it's about quality, I don't get it. If it's about you didn't think this was going to fit as well with the other that stuff. Ma- that's another set. Sure. That's another thing. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But if it's strictly yeah, quality, I might, then I, I, don't I disagree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's keep going then. Is it rainy day next? It's just it's an amazing. awesome one too. I know it like it's all continuations of this album to me of Viva. Like yeah. it's so good. This one reminds me a lot of Viva La Vida because of the orchestra during sure. the chorus, you know, all the violins and stuff. Yep. Um but it's got that cool electric guitar and the dr- and yep. the bass line is super like, cool. The tone of that electric is really cool. Yes. It's such a groovy intro. I love that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The little intro that it comes from, yeah, I like that a lot too. Yeah. Um, I think guys got a sweet bass line throughout it. I mm-hmm. again, as always, I love Will's drumming in this. Uh, Giant's guitar. I mean, again, it all comes together all so well. Yeah. It's one of those that I feel like this. If they ever played it live, which I don't know if they ever played this song live, I think it was never performed. Really? I think. I mean, you can double check that, but I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure it never Give was performed live. And um, but it feels like one of those songs that Chris wouldn't be playing an instrument in. You know, like maybe the piano little sure. intro thing, like do 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 do, but it feels like one that he'd be like dancing around the, uh, the stage, kind of yeah singing. You know, um, I can see that. And you know, it's one of those th- that's <laughs> what I was gonna say that that Twitter Q and A the other day. Yes, yeah. Someone posted asking him, asking Chris how long it took him to learn the dance for Howard Potter. Uh, that was one of my favorite answers, and I loved it because he was talking about how he like he was like. That's a great question. Blah, blah, blah. And I love like, you for it asking. Me it. Yeah. <laughs> it, he was talking about how it took him forever. And like, he, he wants to get better at dancing. Cause yeah. he doesn't feel like he's good or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I was like, that's cr- when I think of, like front man who dance a lot, yeah. I think of you. Well, hold, yeah, but, but there's a <laughs> distinction in what you just said though. I also think of Chris as a front man who dances a lot. Yeah. Do I think of him as a front man who knows how to dance? This is fair. This is not fair. so much. 
But I he's always got specific say, moves. That oh, he I does. Th- yeah. He totally does. And I, I always say my dancing is modeled after Chris Martin. So, like, if I have freedom to dance, it is it is Chris Martin flailing. I think I even watching him during higher power performances, like, I'm not saying he's taken lessons, but, like, he is yeah. he has moves now, like, intentional moves. And I'm here for it. I'm, yeah, he's got the little jump thing. Yeah, he's got a little jump. He's got the broken record thing that he does. He's got the little arm thing that he d- Like, I'm, again, yeah. totally here for it. I love Chris's dancing. Um, but I did love yeah. that answer. Uh, so I've got it up now. Yeah. Life in Technicolor 2 by Far Away, 106. Yeah. Glass of Water, 84. Yep. Postcards from Far Away, seven times. Lost plus six. That's it. Postcards, that's not true about Postcards from Far, Far Away. But I think it's the way that it's in, in it's, yeah. Setlist FM, you sure. know? Because um, I know that he played it, like, they played that whole tour opening Viva. Okay. Um, but it might have been, like, before it was out, so maybe, it, you know. But yeah. that's not the point. But, but being, that's the type, yeah. type of track that is the least reliable because it's often sees an interlude. So it's that's my point. People well, count that's that's what I'm saying yeah. is that, it, like, so, in Setlist FM, it's not going to So I, I do right. feel like I trust it for a rainy so day. So Rainy Day not being played live is just interesting to me. And I yeah. want, you know, because it's like they, they thought the songs were live. good enough. They thought they were good enough to be released. Right. But some of them not played live. You know, it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love this song so much, though, and I would, I would kill to see. Not kill. Yeah, I wouldn't kill. I don't think there's many things I would kill for. My boys. I'd kill for my boys. I'd kill for my wife. My Short boys. My boys. I'd kill for Man United. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's that many things. My boys. My wife. <laughs> my soccer team. And my soccer team. <laughs> Nothing else. Sorry, my football team. Uh, um, but no. Yes. But no. I, I. Again, I think this is such a. I feel, to a degree, I feel like it's a shame it was never played live because I feel like it could have been. I a hit, know it would you know? be, it, yeah, It'd be very cool. Time was so vicious. I love that. Yeah, yeah, and and lyrically, it's a, it's really fun. Like I love, I spent the night with the Queen of Spain. My lonely I little know. heart broke again. Um, like I love like, that just casual. Like oh yeah, I spent the night with the Queen of Spain. Well, that's my point. I wonder what the point of the song is. You know, like the chorus is. Oh, rainy day, come, come around. around. Sometimes I want to slow down. We're yep. separated now, and I'm down. But I love it when you come over to my house. So, like, is it, you know, kind of a longing for someone? And, like, most of the verses, even the stanzas, start with, then there was rain. Yeah. And so I've just, I've I've struggled to to pull a defined meaning out of it. But also, like, I I said this before, there was one song on my EP um, called Acolyte that um, Jeanette went to fairly recently. Like, that EP came out almost two years ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago. And maybe, like, four or five weeks ago, Jeanette was like, what is Acolyte? I think it came on. She's like, what's that song about? And I was like, I don't fully know. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it started as one thing. Yeah. And then it became something else. Right. And then I just kind of kept writing lyrics in the same vein that fit the song. Yeah. And I'm happy with all of them, but like, I couldn't definitively tell you what it's about. Yeah. And it's I not like wrote you it. had this idea like, oh, this, I want to write a song about this. You sat yes. No, this was, well, yeah. this one in particular was, it was, uh, the opening lines are, I wake up to your hot breath loudly settling in on my neck. And um, we and then we take the stairs down two by two, one of them one one of them for me, one of them for you, and uh, we take the stairs down two by two. I make some coffee, one of them for me, one of them for you. Okay. Um, and I remember like we were sitting at home and I was just talking about how easy it is to write a mountain goat song because his early stuff is all and not making fun of it because I worship yeah. it. Um, it's oh, like, uh, everyone, everyone listening knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, you know, it's pretty simple chords, right? It's yeah. it's the same four chords or three chords, and so I just started strumming like John does, yeah. and then I just started going, "I wake up to your hot <laughs> breath," and then I was just like this, and then like I would play it as a joke around the house, and I was like, actually, there's kind of something here, and then it became the song. And what I love about it is that to me, it still retains a little bit of the mountain goat sea vibe to it, That's pretty awesome. but it's also yeah. completely its own separate I wake thing, up right? Your hot breath. Like, if I showed you the songs that I was thinking of when I wrote it, you go, okay, I could totally see that. But, like, there's got a sweet synth line in there now. Mm-hmm. I love the bridge of that song. Or the, um, yeah, the bridge. Um, it's got a cool little, like, it doesn't sound like a Mountain Goat song, but at the same time, you could go, oh, that's pretty cool. But my point is, is, like, there's a general emotion that the song makes me feel. Yep. Uh, and that I was kind of aiming for with it. But, like... It's it's not like the song is about this. Like I was inspired. It started yeah. off as this weird thing and then became. But like you said, thing. that seems to be very common in this era for yes. them. Yes, yes. It's yeah. not like 
X and Y, a rush of the blood of the head, where yeah, it's, it's a lot all of, driven by personal experience. It's a lot of themes and it's concepts. Of, yeah. And honestly, that's where I get injury. really jealous of the. If I mean, I'm yeah. I'm jealous of a lot of my favorite songwriters, but with sure. Chris, with this sort of stuff, I, I'm like, it's crazy to me that you could like. I think about Orphans from Everyday Life. I don't know how well you know you know that song, so I won't talk no. much about it. But like, I don't. You don't know specific. You don't ever know where it came from. But right. this idea about like, you, I, I can see him being like, I want to write a song about the the effects of the world on orphans who are losing their parents. And then to write that song from that idea is crazy to me. Like that people will go, Oh, I want to write a song about, you know, or with, with, with Violet Hill, right? Like I want to write a song about, um, anti-war, like kind of criticism on Fox news. And you go from there or probably just as often the music comes, right? Like, you know, one of the things that the national do, another one of my favorite bands Matt, the lead singer, very rarely writes any of the music. And what happens is Aaron and Bryce and Scott and Brian, the rest of the band, yeah. they kind of come with up with ideas or sketches and they send them to Matt and Matt can will kind of go, yeah, I can I I think I've got something for this. Like he'll have lyrics or something that, that cool. you can make fit. And so it's and I know REM was the same way. I know that Michael did the same where um the band would come up with an idea yep. and then he would kind of go, okay, can I make this work? So I, I imagine Coldplay would do the same where it's like, you know, guy brings in a cool bass line or they all play all the instruments. Will's got right. a guitar, you know, riff and they're like, all right, okay, let's make this like Chris is like, I, I think we can write with this sort of a thing. So you don't know where it originated from, but like, that's the point, right? It originates here and it ends up here. And you're like, how did you get there from, <laughs> from where you were? Yeah. Mm. That's very cool. Let's keep going. Yeah. So the next one is Prospects March. I wish your love could be as simple as fish swimming round in a barrel when you've got the gun. Oh, and I'm right. Very beautiful. Yeah. I like it a lot. I think I, I do. Th- I mean, you might have been kind of hinting at this. I kind of think of the CP as two halves, which For is kind sure. of like. It's like Life in Tinkercolor 2 through Rainy Day and yeah. then everything else <laughs> at the end of it. No, and this is right on the line because it's it it feels it feels a lot more similar to the ending. Now my feet won't touch the ground. Yeah. Musically, just with how yeah. soft it is, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the next two are just reworks. Yep. So it's it's kinda weird to lump it into a half with those two. Uh huh. But I also do, I think. Yeah, no, I do too. I I, I do yeah. too. And it's because of that, I don't same, think they the get the respect four. that they deserve yeah. from from myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Prospects March a lot. I think it's pretty. Um, I do too. But I yeah. that's kind of where kind of where it ends there. Yeah, it's kind of those that surprises me every time. I'm like, oh, yes. this is good. Yes. Well, and I really feel like that about Poppy Fields, in it, which we'll get to in a second. But yeah. I, I feel that too. I, every time I listen, I go, yeah, this is good. Um, I like. I, I feel like there's a Pink Floyd reference with the fish swimming around in the barrel, um, or soup bowl, because I think yep. um, Pink Floyd has a pretty similar lyric at some point. Okay. We're just two little fish swimming in a fish bowl. Something like I. I don't know Pink Floyd that well, or maybe it's Zeppelin. Two lost souls swimming in a fish bowl. Yes. Is that Wish Floyd? You would hear Pink Floyd? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. So it's a close enough line to me that it seems like it's a bit of an homage. Sure. Um, but but that, I, I just mean that as something I've I've noticed. Um, I've always, cause I've always liked that lyric. And then I heard the, I heard wish you were here afterwards. And I was like, yeah. Oh wow. That sounds very similar to the process March, but yeah, I like it. I don't have anything negative to say about it. I think it is one of those things where it's such a good track, but like it is surrounded by great tracks. Right. Um, both on this and the album that I kind of go, maybe, maybe if ever, you know, in my world, if this is all a 10, maybe this is an eight and a half, yeah. which is still beautiful, but it's like, it's hard to compete when you're, you know? Yeah. Right. It's, I don't have anything negative to say either. And I don't have all that much. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. it surprises me every time mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, this is really good. But it's just I think you're right. It's just yeah. placement. Well, let's move on to Poppy Fields and play yeah. a little bit of that. So this is another, yeah, the hidden, the hidden or yeah. half track. Yeah, right. Yeah. So now I'm, a, I'm just. I, I actually I, like I really it. like, I like it. it. I um. When, when we when I worked at SourceFed, we were part of the Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. you know, because we were part of the, the company, and they yep. had all these big green and big like company employee initiatives uh, to like make it a, a fun workplace and like you know people enjoy the workspace. Cool. And one of the things they started doing was they started they would have someone come out an instructor and do yoga once a week at, uh, at our That's office. Cool. And it was I was like, all right, I'll do. I mean, it's free. It's after work. I started, and I loved it. I 
Um, I've always wanted so, to try it. Dude, it was life. I don't say life changing is extreme. Yeah. It was amazing. Because I, I, I like meditating. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of those things where every time I do it, I'm like, I need to do this more. Yes. Right. But I never right. get around to yeah. it. Yeah. And so I've always had a similar thought about yoga. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think I might enjoy that. I, I But I've love just it. never it's, actually tried it. It is. I mean, there's obviously so many different kinds of yoga. Right. It, it is hard, but it is right. so enjoyable and so relaxing. Yes. Um, and That's so, what I would want to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, like, yeah. it's a workout. Like, it, it's objectively right. a workout. And by the end, you feel so at peace with yourself. Uh, at least in my experience with it. But like, you know, of course our instructor, Michelle, she was amazing. She would, but she'd play music all the time. And there's one instrumental song. Uh, I forget. Of course I, I, I ended up buying it cause it was so pe- like calming Postcards to me. from far away. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. She'd play that, that 40 second song on a repeat. That for was an your hour. intro to Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine postcards from far away is your intro? <laughs> that's what gets you a That's a beautiful <laughs> piano piece. And then I heard yellow after that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, but I loved that it was this instrumental piece that she would play cause it was all ambient music yeah. and I loved it and I, cause it was just so calming and peaceful to me. So I bought it and this reminds me of that. Like okay. I want like a six minute ambient version of this, of popping yeah, fields, cool. you know, like I'd love like an atmospheric, yeah. um, John Hopkinsy, uh, university, uh, sort of thing mm-hmm. where Damn. it's, it's, um, it's just like. It's just atmospheric and the guitar yeah. looks in the background and yeah I so I really like Poppy Fields actually um, I I just wish it wasn't thirty seconds or for tw- you yeah know. it's real short um, yeah yeah but but it's beautiful so no agreed complaints. Uh, so you want to move on to the next one yeah which is Lost Plus with So, well, before we do that, obviously this and the next one are reworkings. I, I right. don't I don't like calling them remixes. I like alternate versions because a remix to me it feels like you're taking the stems or you're taking the essence of the song and remixing those. Yeah. This feels like we're doing a couple new things. Osaka Sun I get being a mix, but this feels like an yeah. alternate version. But even then it called it a mix, not a remix. Which which, which I am Even happy that because yeah. I mean again I, I know I'm being pedantic here but like no but I also wouldn't call this a remix but it, yeah yeah I don't know the Jay Z part is a cool addition I like that mm-hmm. but mostly at this point I'm kind of thinking all right enough lost sure you've heard we've three different versions of lost. we've got yeah. question mark and that enough you get, lost you get, and, and then I'm you get like, at afterwards yeah. yeah yeah I like I like them all but especially in preparing where you've got so what eleven. 12 with all the hidden tracks in the first one. Yeah. Then eight, nine here. So 20 songs. Right. And three of them are lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right. Oh, then, more than 10% <laughs> should not be the same yeah, song. By, by the end, I'm like, all right, I'm skipping. Like I need to. Yeah. I need to move on from this. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I, I, I really like it. I think it's a cool verse. I think it, mm-hmm. uh, it part, it feels like it fits the song. Well, like Agreed. it's not as abrupt as I would have expected. Right. And I also think lyrically, uh, it fits really well, so I like it. But I do agree that I'm like I've I've had a lot of lost, and yeah. uh, I feel like we can take a little step back from that. But but I like it a lot, like it. I think yeah. Jay, I I think Jay Z I, I I I like and respect Jay Z's work. I couldn't tell you I know a lot of it. I know the 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 hits obviously, um, but I it I like that they collaborated. I think it was it's a cool mix. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So yeah, I think we just move on. If you yeah. really want to hear our thoughts on. Lost. Lost. Go back to the, yeah. Why, why back, are you listening go, to this go one back first? To Viva. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we talk about it more. So uh, the next one then is Lovers in Japan. All right. Osaka Sunrise. <laughs> But it just, it feels like such minor changes to me. Yeah. I struggle to find anything else than like, oh, it's a little more upbeat. My, yeah, minor saying there's a little ooh that wasn't yeah, there before. Yeah, and after the, yeah, you could have picked that part, but you, could, you said you couldn't find it, so. Well, it was like, it. it took a while. It's after the verse, after the choruses. Yeah. There's the do, right. do. And I remember like when I saw him live. I didn't want to grab ooh and then 20 seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, right. <laughs> That's fair. I remember live, he would sing that. He would go the Okay. Yeah. Great part for you to come down in Forgenet is when I try to do the highest note Chris ever hits. When I'm nailing the falsetto. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I mean, again, it's it's 
this is where I start to go again. If this was by itself or like one of four songs, I'd be kind of frustrated that like they released this as its own thing. Right. But because it's as big of an album or EP as it is, and there's so much other stuff around it, I don't care as much. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree. There's just, it doesn't make it all that much to say about it. I agree. Yeah. I, I like the mixes more. I like this version a bit more because it is a little more upbeat. Um, I think I agree too. But like, it's kind of like tomato, tomato yeah. at the same time. It feels like the biggest difference is that there's not Reign of Love tag on the end. Yes, you have a, you have a version where it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. Um, so I like it. I like it a lot. I just, yeah, I don't feel like it's much different, like you said. Yeah. So so you want to move on to the closer then? Let's move on to the closer. It feels now, so weird to be this far into an episode and almost be done. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is far and away our fastest oh, episode yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we've got Now My Feet Won't Touch the Ground. Um, I, I really do like this song. I, I like this. Like this is kind of folky Coldplay to me almost, you know, and I actually really enjoy that. And again, there's a world where they kind of do more stuff like this and I'm really into it. But I think kind of like we said about the whole two halves thing, I think this gets forgotten by me a lot for sure, but I, I love it whenever I remember to listen to it, I guess. Agreed. This stands out more than prospects March to me. Yes. I think it's a really good way to close it. I love the tying in of the lyrics in uh, Life and Technicolor 2. Maybe that's more of a Life and Technicolor 2 pulls from this song. Cause it's, yeah, know, and who knows? Right, yeah. But I really like that. Uh, you know, bookends of the album. Yes. Little yes. homages. I completely agree. Um, and yeah, it's it's a nice little folky, more acoustic ending. And and I do I do like the lyrics of it a lot, too. Like, it's yeah. kind of this, like, letting go sort of... I mean, it, it literally, let me go, boys, let me go. Um, but, but again, it's just... Before, before this, and I'd even say after this for a while, I don't feel like I don't feel like Chris writes lyrics in this style as much. No, and so I feel like I just it just makes me like not that again. I love so much that comes after this. It just makes me cherish what we do have from him now in right. this style because you know there's not much of it to come after this. Agreed. So I love the lyrics here. I love the the. Yeah, the I wonder themes. if there's like a little religious searching there. I think there is still to the, yeah. You wait a yeah. lifetime to be found. Now my feet won't touch the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I feel like there is some of that even with, um uh, what's it, what am I thinking of? Uh, Everyday Life, once we get there, I think those themes yeah. kind of come up again. But and differently, differently, but those same themes are explored, but, um, but no, I, I, I like the song a lot. I agree with you that I like it more than prospects March, yeah. which they do kind of pair in my head. Cause they're the slower, more acoustic ones, like you right. said, but, um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it's a nice, it's a nice ending to this whole era. Yeah. It's a nice to kind of end on this quieter, calmer note. You know, I, I like that they do that. Um, yeah, but, uh, but big fan, big fan. Well, that is it then. That is the prospects March <sighs> EP. Man. So we will cover just I, I this is important to me. We are gonna talk about the gold rush, but we're gonna do it on the um yeah. uh B sides and kind of rarities uh episode down the road. Because I love the gold rush. It's just such an extension of this whole time period and, and death will never conquer as well. But yeah. um it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. But it, that's that's kind of the end of this uh yeah, Viva era. Yeah. Um which now is just so much auto. we're going to next. MX next, which again we'll talk about that, but like what a shift even from from X and Y into Viva, but from Viva into yeah. MX, like crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So, um, big fan. Love this EP. Um, I I really do because you know I, but all digitally, physically I have the the double. I have the Viva Prospects March double CD. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, it is one big thing. You know, like two pieces of the same pie, sort of a deal. Right. Uh, and so, but but I I it's like I love it. I love it a lot. So. Um, yeah, agreed. I really like it. It almost feels like not a high and low, but a high and pass. Sure. Because of how much sure. of it is duplicates. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, a, it's I hear what you're saying. I agree some with of you. The highs are really, really high. Yes, they are. Yeah. So speaking of the highs and lows, how about some majors and some minuses here? Yeah. Um, so before, I didn't think about it until just now. Do we want to exclude any of the duplicates? Yeah. Let's just do just the originals here and not even, not even Poppy Fields because um, that's... Agreed. Kind of like a B one. So basically, the the uh, six other tracks that are not um, 
yeah the the remixes so, so you want to go first or second then i'll guess you first okay i i, I think your favorite is glass of water and your least favorite is Prospects March. Uh, my favorite is Rainy Day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Dang it. Yeah. Dang so it. I'm going to go uh, your least favorite, your minus is Prospects March as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I feel like it could be Glass of Water, but I'm going to go with uh, Life of Technicolor too. Yeah. I was hoping. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you're two for two, which I think long term evens us out. It does. Dang it, man. It's never. It was. I mean, I feel like by the time, by the time we got here with BNL, we were off track. Yeah. Like I don't, we never kept track of it, but like we were pretty. We're neck and we're lit, we are tied. We are neck and neck right now. But this is the fifth episode, and we each have eight points. So we've only missed two songs. That's each, pretty crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. That. Yeah. Wow. I feel like it's gonna get harder for me though when it gets to the stuff that you don't know as well. Oh yeah. Like, everyday ghost life. Stories, good every, luck. Yeah. <laughs> I must do it once intentionally now. But right. Right. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know, man. But um, but yeah. So let's. Uh, I, I I love it. I and again, I like Prospects March, but it's kind of one of those. Uh, the refrain of this podcast: something's got to come and last. So yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Well, um, rainy day. Rainy Rex? day. Rex, you want to go? Want me to go? What do you want to do? Uh, I can go. All right. No, so I'm gonna go for uh, <laughs> ganging up on the sun for Guster. Yes. Recently, an anniversary of it, and they released a new. Um, re-released some vinyl, did an anniversary edition with some uh, previously unreleased tracks. Um, yeah, yeah. I got the I got the vinyl for my birthday. Oh, sweet! A cool orange edition. And yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. I was like, man, this is this is really good. Yeah, and, yeah. I love so, Guster. Man. Yeah, we got Gus, got into Guster when they toured with Ben Folds and Barry Ladies, ladies which powerhouse. Which like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a hell of a tour. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, they've got some great stuff. Yeah, I agree. No, I I love Guster. I think I think they're pretty accessible too. Like they were kind of a yeah. college band back in the. They were big on college radio, is what I mean. Like back in the '90s. But I think even their older stuff now and their newer stuff now, I think is pretty accessible. Like I think you could listen to some of them. I and go, agree. Yeah, all right. I feel like whenever I hear, whenever I hear someone reference them, it's mm-hmm. almost like they're ragging on them. Like when I hear, oh sure, popping up in the wild. It's yeah. Like oh yeah, I love. Like I remember a source fed thing uh-huh. where one of the guys is like. Yeah, you're gonna make fun of me, but I I, I kind of love Guster, and everyone kind of just laughed. Who 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 loved Guster? Oh. Um, it was one it was one of the table talks. Oh, I don't remember. Who it I would was. defend whoever it was. I'd go. I'd call him right. Yeah. I'll call him right now. I mean, it was it was your era. Oh, it was. Yeah. Really? So it wasn't one of the original. So someone on my era when I was there, I think so. Talked about Guster, and I didn't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Guster ganging up on the sun. Yeah. Um, All their stuff extended. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, great stuff. Dig it, dig it. Um, You've made me want to go back. We were talking about it before the pod too, but I want to go back and listen to that album again Um, because I I don't think I appreciate it as much as I could if I you know get some more listens. Right. Um, So I'm gonna go, or is that good? No. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna go with a podcast called Radio Rental. I don't know. Have we talked about Radio Rental before? No, not at all. It is. It is a podcast that is kind of hosted by this guy named Terry Carnation, which is a fictional character played by Rain Wilson uh, from the office. And what it, cool. what the podcast is, and again, you, you kind of have to go along with the premise in order for it to be enjoyable, which mm-hmm. is people have called in or they feature people who tell real, I mean, the closest thing I can think of it is like creepy or uns- creepy stories or unsolved mysteries from their life. So like, it could be supernatural. It could be like there was one time that it was like cool. this guy and his dad were at a gas station and they ran into someone. They, this person talked and they're like, we had this really uncomfortable feeling the whole time. And he wanted to like do like hang out more or whatever, but they left and got out of there and then found out like the next day that like that night he was arrested for like being a mass murderer. And it's just like that whole like narrow escape yeah. from something yeah. you didn't even know. Um, but then there are some that are sort of supernaturally where someone, you know, um, and so like, Terry, like Terry Carnation, kind of it's it's called a radio rental because it's under the the, the the guise of like being a video rental store where he's like, ah, I've got the perfect tape for you. So it's kind of like a thing there. But then the okay. stories okay. are allegedly true stories um, and they're really gripping, but really creepy, too. So, like, I always listen to them when I'm like mowing the lawn or doing house chores because it's daytime yeah. and I don't feel weird about it. Um, but it's a really cool mix of. Yes, it being kind of creepy, but also like really engaging. Like the second they start, you're like, I want to know how this ends. And they're all, like I said, you have to you have to buy into it, but they're all supposed to yeah. be true stories. 
um, from people who've had these experiences. Well, and that stuff. sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's only like two seasons of it, and maybe ten episodes each, and each episode is like two stories. Sure. So there's a lot out there, but uh, you can you can breeze through them pretty quickly. Um, it's it is a really good show. So you know, the, and then the the Terry Carnation bits are a little cheesy, but they make you laugh. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, really love, uh, radio rental. I had a coworker, uh, Megan turn, turn me on to it and like, I could not stop listening. So uh, yeah, I, I think, like I think you would like it. I think you would, you would enjoy it. Um, I like rain. So yeah, it was, that's part. She like, <laughs> you know? she was like, we were talking about like true crime podcasts and like horror stuff. And she was like, Oh, right. You should listen to radio. So I listened to it, I'm like, that's rain Wilson. Like a me, you know, cause you know, his voice, oh. the second you hear it, you're like, Oh yeah, that's rain Wilson. So, um, yeah, good. And there, you know, I think there may be 25, 35 minutes a piece. So it's, you know, they're good length they're Quicker. not they're not super yeah. long but you can move through them so yeah it's not like our episodes no but yeah but they're not as good as our episodes <laughs> either so yeah. um well yeah i mean well, not much as <laughs> well on that note um thank you for coming along on the viva prospect journey with us yeah. we certainly enjoyed it we definitely did um you know where to find us on all the stuff yeah. facebook just search coplay rs um, you'll find we've it got the email coplay rs at gmail yeah um, dot com dot com yes yeah. so you can't you can't leave that off it will no. not work <laughs> hopefully us at gmail 10 like, out of 10 do not recommend <laughs> um you say 10 out of 10 would not recommend yeah <laughs> um we are we you know we do love to post the episodes on reddit um uh we do talk about them on discord sometimes um uh, but you know uh, like we've said before keep thinking about those kind of cold play unpopular opinions because we'd love to do if we yeah. get enough traction with that, we'd love to do an episode for that. Maybe probably after all of the albums, because I think that's right. when it makes sense to do it. Um, yeah, we'll do it but, at the end of all of our but stuff. But at this point, we're halfway through their studio albums. Four in, four more to go. Um, so I know it's, it's, it goes by quick, but uh, um, we'll probably do, you know, um, Kaleidoscope EP as its own episode, which will be even shorter yeah. than this one. So so we got a few more episodes left to go, but it'll be fun. So, yeah. well, that's it. Thank you guys, as always. Um, see you in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks. Have a have a good life. Couple weeks. Yours is way less threatening <laughs> than mine is. Yeah, have a couple weeks is way less threatening than have a good life. Have a good life. <laughs>